0: when the reality of compassion is much more complex. Compassion is a state that contains opposites. It's a kind of paradox. When we are in a state of compassion, we feel competing emotions, things we don't think we could feel at the same time, like sadness and gratitude. And our bodies experience seemingly incompatible states. We might feel grounded and centered and yet also energized or even anxious. I found that we can better understand our experience of compassion and everything that we feel in the presence of suffering by exploring this paradox and starting with what happens in your brain and your body when you feel what you would call compassion. Because scientists have gone beyond just asking people what they feel to peering into their brains when they're experiencing compassion to looking at what happens in their nervous systems, to what's happening in their physical pounding hearts, how compassion affects breathing, even immune function. In this session, we'll explore what happens in your body when you experience compassion. What does compassion look like in your brain? And how does what's happening in your brain and your body change as compassion unfolds from that first awareness of suffering to your desire and willingness to respond. And most importantly, we'll consider how understanding the biology of compassion can help you engage with suffering. The first thing we know is that compassion starts with a stress response, the opposite of calm. And one way we know this comes from a classic study of compassion that actually looked at what was happening in the brains and bodies of people as they experienced compassion. Researchers at the University of Wisconsin recruited 10 long-term Buddhist meditation practitioners. Now, these were people who had dedicated between 10,000 and 50,000 hours to compassion meditation. So they were classified as the compassion experts. And in the study they were asked to enter what they would describe as a state of compassion. And because they were experts who had meditated for 50,000 hours, they were able to do this, and they entered a state of compassion. And during this state of mind and body, they would be randomly exposed to the sounds of human suffering. Every now and then they might hear a baby crying. And then a few minutes later, it would be the sound of a woman screaming And the researchers looked at what was happening in their brains and in their bodies when they were confronted with these sounds of suffering. And then they compared what was happening in these compassion experts' brains and bodies with what happened when they were not in a state of compassion, when they were just in a default resting state. And also they compared what was happening in these expert meditators' brains and bodies with what happened in the brains and bodies of non-experts who were asked to try to enter a state of compassion by thinking about a loved one. What they found was that these expert meditators, when they were in a state of compassion and they heard the sounds of human suffering, they showed an increase in heart rate and their pupils dilated, suggesting they were having a kind of threat or stress response, an immediate response to the sound of suffering. And they also found that there was activation in areas of the brain that are associated with a stress response, areas like the amygdala, which detects threats, and areas like the insula, which create a sense of empathic distress, a sense of understanding the pain or the suffering of others. And interestingly, when they asked these expert meditators, like, how good was that meditation? How much did you really tap into a profound state of compassion? the better the meditation, the stronger the physical reaction was when these expert meditators heard the human sound of suffering. So it seems as though one of the things that we train when we strengthen compassion is actually the ability to have a kind of stress response when we become aware of another person's suffering. But what's so fascinating is that the second stage of compassion seems to immediately balance the stress response with a calming experience. You can see this in the activation of the vagus nerve.